Welcome again to the Metal Blade Records podcast, and we are very excited to have Nurgle from Behemoth here with us today. He is joining us from the road as Behemoth makes their way across the U.S. on the Rockstar Mayhem Tour. How are you today, sir? Uh, I'm actually great. Thank you so much for having me here. We're in Richmond. We are um, enjoying the beautiful weather. We're having an off show with Cannibal Corpse, uh, so everything is going smooth. Awesome. Perfect. What are, what are you enjoying most about being on Mayhem this year? I enjoy weather, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I check forecasts in my own country, uh, in Poland, it's been just either like raining or thunderstorms or some tornadoes, some like crazy shit happening, especially like during the last few years, you know, every summer is just completely different. It's like unpredictable, you know. In the U.S., let's say 90% of the, you know, of, 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 of time is just it's super nice. It's, it's, it's hot, it's sunny, you know, so... Uh, Actually, it's uh, it's pretty different than uh, in Poland, and yeah, that's awesome. Besides, <laughs> well, well, I've said that a million times already. Uh, this is a perfect tour. I mean, it's like I mean, sharing the same bill with Slayer is just such a privilege, and we just you know love being um, on this tour. And uh, uh, yeah, as I said, you know, it's like you know I get to watch Slayer, pretty much watch them every night, and uh, they pay me for that. So. Uh, <laughs> for us and besides that of course you know I mean we are super busy with the new record that's coming out in a few days and uh, you guys at Metal Bay just I mean we're overloaded with interviews and work which is awesome and to be honest you know we've I mean so far it's been like what few weeks you know into the promotion and we've done like at least twice as much interviews as we did for both Apostasy and Demigod together so I, I couldn't be happier to be honest it's, it's like a perfect combination of summer like good summertime vacation and a lot of work so uh, yeah that's the way I like it good thanks for the compliment <laughs> uh, sure I'm sure I, I, we do appreciate it a lot seriously <laughs> we appreciate having you on the team so and as part of the family so right back at you <laughs> Awesome. All right, so the new album, uh, Evangelion, is your ninth full-length album, I think, right? It's number nine? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, number nine comes out uh, August 11th. So give us some quick details about it, who you recorded with, all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, this, as you said, this is a ninth record. We've been around for 18 years, so it feels good to finally come up with a record that feels so uh, refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, like, we have the impression that Evangelion really, like, redefines... Uh, behemoth style and uh, I don't know it's just you know we're so hyped about that record you know I mean we, 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 we it's like it's the first time we uh, we work with Colin Richardson he's uh, as you know he's like a walking legend you know he's known for his works for uh, Sleep the Machine Head he did like some amazing work in the 90s with like death metal genre you know with bands like Carcass, Botro and Napalm Death so his portfolio is fucking is, is so impressive so we, we tapped him to mix the record you know we had uh, Ted Jensen, uh, who did like Metallica and Marilyn Manson, like really like even Madonna, you know, he did like mainstream <laughs> um, rock and pop bands, and he mastered the record. And you know the combination of all these big names, you know, and and, and you know, like big budgets and stuff, you know, combination with uh, such uncompromising and brutal and extreme music that we deliver, I, I think we just you know we achieved our, the peak of our career so far, you know, and it feels so good, you know, and, and having such a strong backup from. Our new labels, uh, I'm talking about Metal Blade, you guys, and Nuclear Blast in Europe. It, it feels like a new beginning for us, you know. So, uh, I don't, not, not every band, you know, that has been around for that long and, and, and put out so many records can say that 
you know, when they when when, when they do the ninth record, you know, usually like in most cases, what I see is like bands pretty much like repeat the same formula. You know what I mean? They sound the same. There's like not much room for improvement. They just they just do their thing, you know, and. And that's like the last thing we've always wanted to do with Behemoth, you know? That's why every record sounds so different, but Evangelion, for some reason, is even, it's even more different. It's more challenging. It's more, uh, I don't know, it's just more encouraging, you know? It's, it feels so good, you know? It's still, to me, I mean, it's been, what, like a few months since the record was uh, like completely finished. But still, to me, when I listen to it, it, it sounds like a, a huge surprise. I'd say more. When I listen to this record, it sounds like it's, I wasn't even involved in the whole production process, you know. So, actually, it, it means that the record is really awesome. <laughs> I had the same vibe, the same feeling when I did Demigod a few years back, you know. So, um, we're all hyped, and it's just, it feels awesome. You know, there's so much, you know, great touring ahead of us. And, um, yeah, it feels like a new beginning. It's not just a new chapter. It's definitely like a, you know, a new beginning for us. So, yeah. That's it. That's that's really cool to hear. And, and what it sounds like is happening with Behemoth, with Behemoth is what happened with Cannibal Corpse a few years ago. They they came out with the record Kill, and then they went on Sounds of the Underground, and that was a complete new beginning for them, for the band. And at that point, they had been around for almost 20 years, too. And this kind of sounds like the same thing. You know, the new album, you're doing a tour that's maybe a little bit different for you. And, and yeah. I'm hoping it works out exactly the way it did for Cannibal. So. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's always cool, you know, good to have bands around that you can look up to. Seriously. I mean, Cannibal, I mean, besides the fact that are good friends of ours, you know, we share the stage like so many things. And we're just good friends. I mean, it's good to see the band that's been around for like, what, over 20 years, you know, and... Uh, I mean, I, 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 I watch them pretty much every night, too. I mean, every day, actually. I'm they so jealous. Like <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it's awesome, you know. The guys are like veterans, but, you know, they <laughs> they act like kids, you know. <laughs> They're like, so powerful, and, they you know, they kick so much ass and stuff. So it's good to see that, you know. Same goes with Slayer, you know. It's like, I get to watch Slayer every night, and I'm like, I'm all like, what, I'm over 30 now, and, and, and I still get, uh, get this question asked, uh, uh, what do you be doing in like in ten years down the road? I'm like, you know what? Just check out Slayer. You know they're like in mid forties, you know, and they kick so much ass. And to be honest, Slayer is better than ever. Same with Cannibal. I wasn't really a big fan, you know, if, when Chris Barnes was on the board. You know, I was like, hey, yeah, I, I listened to it, but it was like, uh, to me, it was like another death metal band. You know, for some reason, with Corpse Grinder on the board, especially the last few records, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's like. It's like wine, you know, like the older, the better, you know. So uh, if it works that way with Behemoth, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, going back to the record a little bit, um, you guys did work with Colin Richardson. And on the bonus DVD I was watching, it said, you know, Colin mentions he's a big control freak. You also mentioned you're a big control freak. Did, did that work well when you were working with him or did you guys kind of clash a bunch? We didn't clash at all, you know. I mean, I... I am control freak, but uh, I uh, uh, I just came to this point when I finally realized there are smarter people than me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, I like, I. It's, it's all about just, I mean, I always take so much responsibility on me, you know? And I'm like, I wouldn't let other people to decide for me, to do things for me, because I know, like, the, in, in the end of the day, I'll be the only one who'll be you know, who takes responsibility, you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, but this time, I'm like, come on, Colin, he's a fucking walking legend, as I told you before, he's, he's a man, he knows his job way better than anyone else, you know, so 
I just, I just told him, man, just make a sound like billion dollars, okay? But still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but I told him, but still, I want this record to sound like it's, I mean, that, they, that he want to just come out of the speakers, just grab you by your throat and just tear the shit out of you, you know? That, that's what I want the record to be. And uh, he was like, okay, I can make it happen. <laughs> and, uh, and he did an amazing job, to be honest, you know? I mean, it sounds so professional and like, I mean, like the selection, you know, like the, the, the um, you know, instruments and everything is just so audible, you know, it's upfront and it's brutal, it's aggressive, but at the same time, it's so pro, you know, like you can hear like every single beat, drum beat, and, uh, and nothing just, you know, gets, you know, drawn in, like in the wall of guitars or the other way, drums, you know, don't cover, but I mean, it just, it just, it's, it's so well balanced, and uh, it's, it's just pleasure to listen to it, but at the same time, it's aggressive, it's hungry, it's fucking, it's dangerous, you know. That's what, what I wanted to, you know, always wanted to achieve with Behemoth sound, you know. But, uh, try to match the mainstream metal sound with the music that's as far from mainstream as it can be, you know. So I'm, I'm really, really pleased with the recording. And I can already tell you that uh, when the time comes that we enter the studio again, that's going to happen not earlier than in three years. <laughs> uh, I definitely want to have Colin back on the board and, and do some work for us again because he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to ask if you would if you would go with him again, so I, I guess I got my answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? It's like he like opened a whole new world for us, you know? It's like a whole new experience. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I didn't know that we can sound this way, you know? So how about, I mean, we didn't, we already kind of know each other. He knows our expectations. We know what he can do with, uh, you know, with us. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's bring it, maybe not to the next level, because maybe there's not even the next level, you know, because <laughs> it sounds so awesome, you know, but it's all about just going maybe to another room, you know. We, we are in one room now, but how about just, you know, going to other room, you know, just see, what, just see what's there, you know. That's how I see it. <laughs> right on. All right, well, uh, stick around. We're going to take a break so you can check out uh, a brand new track from Evangelion. This is Of Fire and the Void, and we'll be right back.
Okay, again, that was of Fire in the Void, uh, which you also shot a video for with the folks at Grupa 13. Hope I said that right. <laughs> yep. uh, these folks are responsible for the last video um, at the left hand of God, which honestly I think is without a doubt one of the greatest, most epic metal videos ever, ever. And uh, I want to know how this one is going to top that one because I've been hearing that it's going to. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I agree. The Left Hand of God uh, really did well, and uh, I mean, we got we had so many hits, you know, on my on YouTube and uh, MySpace, you know, for that video, and uh, really like the feedback has been fucking amazing. We've been even awarded, you know, by like the, the, the you know on the biggest like video clip festival in Poland, uh, and uh, yeah, it feels good, but. Um, uh, it's not our last video. Our last video is Inner Sanctum, also of the Apostasy, the black and white, like old school kind of video, which was like all shot, like no digital, just pure analog, and looking like very you know, like primitive final kind of stuff, you know. So we kind of had to do it in order to make the video for of Fire and the Void as big as we as we did. So yeah, the fact is that we shot it uh, right before we took off to Mayhem, and. Uh, we're about to release it like what in a few days it should be should be it should have its premiere around the premiere of the record and what can i say i really think that we overcome at the left hand of god i i i'm honest with you and i'm so fucking stoked we saw the first uh cut like what yesterday uh there was not much extra tweaks that we wanted to do with the video because we were, it was already done so fucking well and uh we were so happy i remember we were struggling with adolescent we had a lot we'd be like back and forth with group of 13 you know and we'd be fighting and struggling you know we didn't like this we didn't like that you know we, we were changing all like the small details here and there we were flying the void we just got it and it was like wow I mean, there's hardly anything we want to change, you know. A few tweaks, that's it, you know. And uh, what can I say? Uh, we have pretty much the same budget, you know. But just the video, like, I would say just the storyline is, uh, is, is better. It's more compact. It's more consequent. Uh, I don't even know if, we, if I should talk about the video, what it's all about and stuff. <laughs> because it, it's going to just take all this, you know, surprise and, and fun. Uh, for people to watch, you know, I just advise to watch the episode about, you know, the, the, how how we made the video, and there's a trailer available, and the video should be should be on like in a few days, as I told you. So, uh, how about just leave it as it is now, and 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 you know, have people surprised. <laughs> I I agree. Let's let's go with that. People just have to wait and see. <laughs> awesome. All right. So going back many many years, um, when was the moment you first knew you wanted to play guitar? Whew. Uh, it was uh, it was a bronze era, I believe, or Stone Age. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. <laughs> uh, no, but sometimes I feel like you know. No, the thing is that I was pretty much born with a guitar in my hands. To be honest, I was uh, I was maybe seven or eight, eight the latest. I think I was seven when my father brought me acoustic guitar. Uh, it was it was communism back then, you know. Guitar was like a luxury. Seriously, I mean. The, the, the access to inst any instruments, you know, when you were a kid, uh, forget about it, you know, I mean, it was, we were a, a poor country, you know, so my father somewhere, somehow got this instrument, it was like, like a, a poor acoustic guitar, you know, but I mean, to me, it was, it meant the whole world at, the, at that day, you know, <laughs> like, I couldn't stop playing it, of course, playing it, I couldn't play it at all, I'd, I'd be just fucking, you know, hitting the strings, and, 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 you know, there'd be like no chords whatsoever, you know, but I would, Seeing every song I knew 
to the you know to my company uh, according to the you know to this you know uh, beats and uh, and it was like one day and second day I did the whole day I did I did the same shit you know and the third day I did the same shit and my parents would be like okay you know we got to do something about it you know so they sent me to a music school <laughs> oh awesome <laughs> yeah, I mean it wasn't really like a, a proper music school it was like uh, I, I, I was attending a primary school at, uh, at that time so it was like a uh, a music classes, I would say, and uh, and I started like learning how to play acoustic guitar, and I play all this classical. I, I started to learn notes and shit like that. You know, of course, you know after a year, I forget it all, and I, I once I, I once I <laughs> once I get to know how to play uh, like the, some you know power chords, and uh, I started basically like you know playing heavy metal, and I okay, that's it. That's all I need to play heavy metal. So I don't want to learn anymore. And seriously, um, yeah, that's, that's how it was. And uh, I started, you know, and, and I bought my first electric guitar when I was eight or nine, I believe. And I formed my first band then. Yeah, so that's the story. That's how it began. <laughs> that's an early start. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very serious, you know. I was very serious. My father um, would make me this, uh, like, uh, jeans jacket with uh, uh, some skull painted on the back, you know. His friend was... Uh, uh, was a painter, you know, so I just, you know, asked him, hey, can you make that happen, Dad? And he, you know, he took this jacket, you know, to his work, you know, and they painted, like, this huge skull on my back, you know, because and to me it was obvious, you know, if I got electric, I got electric guitar and I want to start a band, you know, I, I need a uniform, you know, so... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, so, uh, as you can see, you know, this whole, this uniform uh, uh, philosophy, I mean, it was born, like, uh, way before, you know, I formed Behemoth, you know, I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's it's always been a very conceptual thing, you know. If you play metal, you got to look fucking metal, you know. Absolutely. And uh, behemoth, <laughs> if you play in behemoth, you know, it's like everything around it, all the imagery, all the, you know, the way we look, the way we behave and stuff, you know, it's it kind of determines a certain uh, elements and tools, you know, to, to fit each other, right? So I think that was actually the first time it was like, you know, that I was born, you know, that the whole idea. And you know, I mean, I I, I could hardly play my instrument, but I had to look metal. <laughs> and I was nine or something. So yeah, I was young and um, yeah, and uh, I was so passionate. All right. Well, fa fast forward now to 2009, and um, so ESP has made you your very own signature model, which I've seen it. It's beautiful. It's like one of the most beautiful guitars I've ever seen. Um, how how do you even feel about that? Like, it's got to be an amazing feeling to have this, like, whole, not even just your own guitar, but an amazing-looking guitar that's, like, all you. Yeah, you know what? I mean, when I got a phone call from uh, from my A&R, from ESP, I was like, wow, I lost my pants. No, seriously, like, <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, like, uh, they have such a huge history, you know, and ESP is, like, one of the, what, like, leading companies in, in the whole guitar business, and... Uh, just being listed along with uh, fucking James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett and uh, uh, Rammstein guys and the Slayer and you know all these bands you know that they make signature guitars for. I mean, how privileged is that? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not even I'm not even halfway in my career and I'm I feel like I'm I'm a fucking newcomer and uh, I'm not even a shredder. You know, I use guitar as a tool. You know, and still they wanted to you know build my own guitar. I was fucking. I was blown away, and I'm still, and I'm still blown away, and I uh, play my guitar, like my new guitar, like every day, pretty much now, and uh, I love it. I love it. What else I can say? I mean, I, I designed it, and I, and I truly appreciate the fact that you know that ESP wanted to do it, and uh, um, 
I'm stoked because I know that people love it. I mean, the design is beautiful. It looks very simple, but at the same time, very distinct, very sinister, so to say. So uh, I think it fits perfectly my uh, character and the character of the band, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I think you can see it at ESPGuitars.com, so float over there and everybody out there check it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have one I have one last question. Um, I forgot to ask you when I saw you last, but before the San Francisco show, I picked up your face paint for you guys and delivered it. I just wanted to know if it's holding up okay and if I got the right stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was good stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> it was good stuff. It worked, you know, and... Um, yeah, all good, all good. Okay, awesome. All right, well, uh, we'll let you get out of here. Uh, have a good show tonight with uh, Cannibal on your off date here. Oh, thank what? you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Thanks all right. for being here. Once again, the new Behemoth album, album Evangelion, hit stores August 11th, so make sure to pick it up. All right, thank you so much, and uh, have a great time on the rest of Mayhem. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. You have a good day.